What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Post Game Report. I am JVB. So I've been doing something new on Twitter. I've been blocking accounts. Now, I see a lot of trash, a lot of garbage on my timeline. Now, it's not from the people that follow me or I follow. What Twitter does is that the people that you know, I associate with, whether I'm following them or they're following me, if they like something, it'll show up on my timeline. Or if they retweet, of course, it'll show up as well. So, for example, if somebody's responding to some something that's really stupid, and most of the time, that's all the time, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, let's say somebody's responding to something really dumb. And in this case, most of it is is centered around video games. And let's say somebody says something really stupid with no factual evidence to back up their stupid statement, somebody will respond and try to combat that stupidity with some facts, and that will show up on my timeline. And then I read the stupid comment that started the whole thing to begin with. And what I used to do in the past was I used to try to join in and try to also counter the stupidity with some facts and then most of the time what ends up happening is that you get into this abyss of stupidity and you're wasting your time basically so what i've done is that i'll use the re the screen record feature on my phone and as i'm blocking somebody i'll post something like this is trash or get this trash off of my timeline and then i'll put hashtag block and I've been doing that for the past week. It's amusing. It's fun. And sometimes I'll even block people who are like really, really self-centered. <laughs> like some some idiot put something like, oh, so you guys are going to ignore the fact it's my birthday today. So guess what I did? I blocked his stupid ass. Who gives a shit if it's your birthday today? Nobody. <laughs> So, yeah, I blocked him, and it felt good. It felt really good to do so. There was some TikTok chick somebody either liked it or responded to it, and she was doing some stupid video. Guess what I did? I blocked that uh, dummy. I was going to say something, and knowing how the Internet is today, if I would have said something, that sounded egotistical or, or abusive, somebody would have said something. So, yeah, I blocked that dummy. Now, let me check my my uh, phone here. Some people are sending me messages. So, anyway, yeah, so somebody was like, yeah, why are you blocking so many people? What's going on? So, basically, it's just me cleaning out my timeline. I try to use Twitter for useful information whether it's video games or or news in general or photography i follow a lot of photographers on twitter as well and you find out a lot of stuff unfortunately you find out a lot of stuff first before it hits the official news stations so i still have an account but Try not to post there as much, and what I'm doing more than anything now, what I'm posting more than anything is just me blocking people. And, uh, you know, I'm blocked by a few people that 
you know, I used to be cool with and for some reason they blocked me, but you know, it, it, it's for me to block somebody. And I used to have this rule against blocking people on Twitter because I felt like, all right, if I'm going to troll and talk crap about video games, then I have to accept that people are going to troll me back. And so I never blocked people. But what used to bother me was people being very self-centered or very phony about certain situations. Like, for example, there's this guy, he calls himself Hard Eight, right? And he and I, we had some Twitter arguments before, and he actually blocked one of my old accounts. And I was like, wow, this guy calls himself Hard Eight. He's more like Soft Eight. So I saw somebody comment on a... a re and, and once again, by them commenting or liking what this dude said, it showed up on my timeline for some reason. So this dude's supposed to be hardcore, a thug. And the first thing he does in his Twitter or his tweet is write the word sigh. <laughs> so he writes the word sigh and then he complains about this game that he's playing and then wrote something else really stupid. So I was like, Okay, this guy wrote the word sigh. He can't be trusted. Blocked. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, stupid things like that. You know, like, who the hell writes the word sigh? You know, that's something you do when something really is bothering you. Not something stupid about video games, you know? Like, <laughs> and then you're supposed to be hardcore, hard, eight the hell out of here man freaking phony ass people so yeah it's that type of stupidity when you see somebody tweet stuff and then all of a sudden they change their tune or they they try to kiss up to to developers or anyone in particular you know f people with a little more fame than them or whatever Whatever just pisses me off that particular moment, I block it. And I'll do a screen cap or I'll record the video as I'm doing it. For example, there's this, this prick called Fadios. And I'm name calling, yes. Um, he and I had issues before. He accused us of stealing. And I'm, what I mean by us, PGR of stealing some money, and then he had an issue with Derek, and I told him that they have to uh, sort it out, leave me out of it, and stop including PGR in it. He was dragging our name in the mud. So then, years went by, and this dude was still trying to, like, he was sending me friends requests on Facebook, on Twitter, and then one day, you know, I was like, you know what? It's been a few years. Okay. The dude still wants, for, for whatever reason, is still sending me friends requests. Let me just accept the friends request and let things be. And we would conversate here and there. And then one day he just started freaking out. Like telling me that I'm jealous of people and, and 
just like bringing up weird stuff in this conversation on Twitter where everyone in his timeline could see it. And me, I was just like, because his son had cancer and I believe he finished with his treatments and he, you know, he was better. And so I was very sympathetic about that. And plus he caught COVID. So I was like, you know what? Maybe the meds are fucking with him. Maybe all the stress is getting to him. Let me not entertain him and get into a Twitter argument with him. Let me just be very sarcastic and to kill him with kindness. So I was saying stuff like, dude, maybe you need to talk to somebody. Um, yeah, jealousy is bad. And who who would be jealous? You know, I was like throwing stuff back at him, but in a very non confrontational way and then finally he blocked me so i saw a post of his once again somebody i think on my timeline liked something that he posted and so of course i took a video of me blocking his hypocritical ass and i'm sure he'll find out that i said something about him i don't give a shit you see the thing is that i notice on twitter is that there are people that I've had issues with or, well, more specifically, there are people who've, who have had issues with me, who have blocked me, who have talked crap about me for whatever reason. And then to this day, for some reason, some way or another, they'll find out something that we've said on the postgame report or I've said on Twitter They'll find out and they'll make these comments or they'll talk, they'll tell somebody that I know, you know, why is he saying this? Why is he saying that? Or they'll make, you know, subtweets about me or whatever, right? But the moment I put something about, let's say, my brain injury or that my wife has cancer or my achievements with my photography or my YouTube channel, which, by the way, just reached over 3 million views, unbelievably so. Whenever I post something like that, none of them have anything to say. But the moment I say something about Xbox or about video games or maybe something about the past, then all of a sudden, they're offended. They're talking shit. And so that goes with a lot of people, people that I'm still cool with, I'll post shit, and you don't hear a word from them. But the moment they want some retweets or they want you to help them out by giving something a little bit of shine, then all of a sudden they're, they're you know, chummy-chummy with you. So when it comes to Twitter, I use it for information, and I'll use it to piss people off. Because, hey, there's really nobody there that I really care too much about. I still have some friends on Twitter that I interact with here and there. But I speak to them also offline. So it, it really doesn't matter. The same thing with Facebook. Facebook is becoming really annoying. But I talk to a lot of old high school friends. And I talk to some family members that are out of town. Or in my case, my sister's in Puerto Rico. So Facebook has a use. And that's to stay in touch with people that I don't normally stay in touch with all the time. 
But besides that, if I use it to offend a few people, then I'm going to do it. <laughs> because the fact is, they've already shown that whatever friendships we used to have really don't matter anymore. So I can be a real dirtbag when I want to. I could be a real asshole. And quite frankly, I'm the wrong person you really want to fuck with. Because I could troll your ass at any given day. <laughs> Not that it really matters, you know, but to these people, you know, the internet is everything to them. So in other words, this is all fun and games for me. A lot of these people would never say anything that they say on Twitter to me in my face. And that's a fact because things would end differently. But anyway, yeah, once again, uh, you know, I did mention it a few minutes ago, but my YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel has over 3 million views. Now I need to get over 3 million subscribers somehow and then make a career out of it. But then again, I don't really put a lot of energy into my YouTube channel because, you know, and I hate to bring up my brain injury all the time, but finding the motivation and the energy to do multiple things in one day is still a challenge. So it's either do a podcast or do my therapy or go to, to the supermarket, take my wife to the doctor. I can, I'm starting to do, or I'm starting to have some energy to do multiple things in one day. But let's say if I do, like today I recorded like a eight minute podcast for my brain injury podcast. And then I'm doing this one, this PGR episode. And I don't know how I'm going to feel after I edit both of these shows. Maybe I'll do some type of YouTube thing. Or maybe I'll just save, conserve my energy in case I want to take a walk later. You know, now I have to like put things into perspective and decide, all right, my energy is going here, here, here in this day. And that includes video games. Some days I just can't play video games. And some days I can. You know, like you guys know, football is like my my favorite sport, my favorite video games. So a lot of times I'll simulate uh, in Madden, I'll simulate seasons, I'll simulate drafts, you know, like I'll, I'll play a GM and that's how I relax. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't even play most of those games. I'll just, you know, do the draft, build my team, simulate the season, see how my, my you know, players did on that particular season, my draft class and all that stuff. And that's how I relax. Like, literally, my wife is on her computer, do, uh, her work computer, sitting in the room, and I'm sitting in front of the TV with my headphones on, simulating the season. Or I'm reading stocks or maybe editing something. So we basically are kind of like coworkers. We, we work in the same room. I hang out with her. I joke around that we're coworkers and we go to lunch at the same time. Yada, yada. We try to make it entertaining. So yeah, you know, like, hopefully after this particular episode... Maybe I can record some video footage and 
upload this to the to the uh, post game report YouTube channel. I got to build that up and hopefully get three million views on that channel. So we'll see. I have a lot of time. Well, let me correct that. I don't. I have some spare time more than before because I'm still on workers comp. I'm I'm still not capable of doing my elevator job. So I'm home a lot, but I have limitations. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 you know, in a perfect world, I could have all of the energy I had before to do all of these podcasts, all of these videos that I have in my head and play all these video games that have been coming out on the PlayStation 5. Like I want to finish Little Nightmares 2. I can't play Returnal. And we talked about that in the last episode. Resident Evil 8, uh, Resident Evil Village, that came out. I didn't pick that one up. It's just, I don't know. After 7, I kind of, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. And I know I'm not going to finish it. So I didn't bother buying it. The next game I'm getting, which I already paid for, is Ratchet and Clank. And that looks phenomenal. I mean, that that just looks ridiculous. So there's games coming out every month for the PlayStation 5. I plan to get uh, Kina, I believe that's called. That's another one that seems to be more my pace. And, I, you know, with video games, too, I also got to make sure that I can play them. Because whether they're $70 or $60 or $50, I need to make sure I can play them. Like, I played the Call of Duty uh, game that uh, Cold War that was the launch game that I bought on the PlayStation 5 I had to play it in spurts because if I played it for too long I had such a bad headache I'd go to sleep I finished it it has a short campaign there's still some side missions I want to do but for the most part I had to play it in spurts same thing with multiplayer I did one round of multiplayer online and after that I had to I had to leave same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. It's not as fast paced, but the multiplayer, once the difficulty goes up, there's so many characters coming at you, and it's just you and one, one other player, uh, depending on, on the game type you pick for multiplayer. There's all this thing, all of these things going on, and then you have objectives. And then you, you have to pick a certain class and defend your, your teammates and all this stuff. So there's so much going on that I can't, I can't um, absorb it quick enough and then react to what I have to do quick enough. So I would be more of a hindrance to my team than anything. But yeah, that's, that's just the state I'm in. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. So you guys take care. Uh, hopefully I can get the crew together and we could talk about Resident Evil Village. I know some. I know Mike's been playing the hell out of it, and I think Derek has as well. So maybe they finished it and we can talk about it. So until then, I'm JVP. You guys take care. I'll talk to you later. Bye.